Episode 13 of the Four Fools Podcast. For a guy that enjoys a good B-rated action flick. <laughs> I enjoy my fair share of subpar movies. Yeah, raise your hand if you've already seen Hardcore Henry. Me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what I felt. <clears throat> I have not seen it. Well, the, those of us that are not fortunate enough to be married at this point in their lives, I mean, we have to fill ourselves our time with something. And what better than subpar movies? Well, yours truly is about to sneak up on this sniper and take him out <laughs> in the hand. That's true. There's a uh, <laughs> there's just a plethora of uh, of things for single bachelors to waste their time on these days, and they keep inventing more. Hey. I can afford six fifty to go spend an hour and a half looking through somebody else's eyes in a movie. What, was there the inevitable sex scene where she's like riding him on top? There was, but it wasn't. There, uh, it wasn't nudity. What? What's they the they go in a strip club, but there's no like in your face nudity. I mean, if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna go with the GoPro and do this. You might as well go the whole, you know, the, the whole nine yards. Yeah. See, okay, VR porn's a thing, gentlemen, and that's coming to a uh, an Oculus a Rift near you. Yeah. Yes, dude. Why even leave the house at that point? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't plan on uh, ever leaving after I get one of those bad boys hooked up. I, that's what I'm thinking. Going like, into no debt. Reason. No reason to. I like how one of the very first games they came out with was Job Simulator. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Job Simulator? I think that's what it's called on Steam, yeah. Job yeah, Simulator. Could you just like sit in a cubicle and fucking I think you? I think you pretty much do. <laughs> this is what it's like. This is what yes. life is for. The Oculus Rift. The only, the only part that I am uh, looking forward to is about the, porn. The, the Oculus Rift is I want to be able to uh, watch a sporting event through like a helmet cam. Oh yeah, that would be. I would. There you go. The the the. I would imagine the cost of that would be enormous. Like to you as the consumer. I suppose they haven't already strapped a GoPro to some football player. VR porn. I bet feminists hate VR porn. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. What removes their one piece of power in the world? Sex is like all they have to offer. Right. And VR porn will basically make them obsolete. So I would imagine they're going to fight it. I don't think they will. And here's why. <clears throat> uh, the people that will be using VR porn aren't the guys that ladies want to go after. Okay. That's my, my one argument is like, if you're a guy and you resort to VR porn rather than real women, maybe you should work on getting the real women. <laughs> Or figure out why you're in that situation. 
I guess, but like, see, maybe that's just what they want you to think. That's what like the establishment <laughs> wants you to think, right? What but establishment? Like, it, well, the establishment that's like you have to get married and have kids and like get tied down to one place. You can't leave ever. That no, I'm not saying like, that's that. That's the way society works. I'm not saying that. No, I mean, I'm t- like, there's guys out there that are, you know, all they do is play, but they play with real women, and they don't. They're not going to be the target market for VR. That's probably you're right. All right, but. I see. What, I mean, I see what you mean. I just can't ever imagine. I mean, anybody, any guy, he would use that more than you know on the rig. Like right. Every, every guy's curious. Like you'd you'd strap it on one time. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I saw one gif of somebody using it, and I was like, and then one of the comments is like, "Is the white bodysuit necessary for this experience?" Because <laughs> like, I think it would just make me feel worse. <laughs> I think women have always had that power, just the sex power. That's true. Like, men only evolved because women did. You know, it's like the one guy that, like, just couldn't get any, like, back in the day, maybe because he wasn't strong enough to fight off the tiger or something. You know, eventually he came up with a bow and arrow, and then all the other guys were like, oh, god damn it. (laughs) Now we have to learn how to use this thing. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's bringing home all of the meat. Right. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, all these people can use the club? Well, I got a new idea. Yeah, that's right. Make your club obsolete, motherfucker. This is going to get me laid. Yeah, I'm da- I'm dating the guy that, that made the bow and arrow. Yeah, you're like, damn it. What a catch, you know? <laughs> damn it, my guy only made the knife. My bet is that the guy that made the bow and arrow wasn't the six foot four muscular, uh, strong you're- guy that could fight off the tigers with his bare hands. Probably right. <laughs> it was the, it was me. It was the, it was the five foot seven guy, kind of feebly I, built. I don't think there's ever been like a humanoid in history that's been able to to fight off a tiger. Yeah, sure. They could like climb the tree the fastest with with the kid in one arm, right? <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> you got to procreate. No, you Is didn't. Peyton retired. <laughs> yeah, Peyton retired. Is it because of the doping thing? Just, like, get out before anybody uncovers anything? No, I think it's mostly because he won a Super Bowl and was the best quarterback of all time. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. quite the other side of the argument there. And if anybody watched him play, pretty sure he wasn't doping. We'll start out with our, probably our, <laughs> our most, I guess, on the scale. If the scale is unpopular to popular, this is, this is probably only slightly in the unpopular Slightly um, unpopular? Only slightly unpopular, because I think a lot of people think the same thing. And that is that superhero movies all have almost the exact same plot, especially Marvel ones. Well, is there a different plot than good guy versus bad guy? Well, no, no that's every... I mean, that's <laughs> almost every movie. I think the lines are blurring now uh, with such well, shows yeah. as Game of Thrones and things like that. But you're right. I mean, generally, though, any action movie... It's good guy versus bad guy. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You right? This one really yeah, gets my allergies going. So <laughs> I'm talking about, I mean, to the level of characters. And, like, they're not just, okay, there's a good guy and a bad guy. But in every Marvel movie, there's also, <clears throat> like, the old wise one, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and it's it has the same to thing be... across, like, Marvel and DC. There's, like, a counterpart for every, you know, you can make an argument for a counterpart between both universes. 
It's true. And it's they're just shoving it down our throats. Like every Marvel movie, they just bring out the outline and they say, okay, hero. Uh, all right, Thor. Um, old wise guy. Um, Anthony Hopkins. No, Robert Redford. No, Michael Douglas. You know? It's just <laughs> we're like, going with Hopkins. Yeah, we're going with right. Hopkins. And they just like they just have this pool of like, okay, actors between the age of fifty and eighty, they're gonna be in that role. Then we've got the young buck. Okay, great. Moving on, female sort of character that nobody really cares about. Uh, let's go with Gwyneth Paltrow. Great. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And it's to the point where I don't even. I don't even, and and they obviously have paid off the people reviewing these movies because they like they always get uh, a positive oh, rating yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's insane. Like the second Avengers movie got like ninety percent, eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It was just, I mean, I mean, given that James Spader's voice is phenomenal. Oh yeah, he just seems like a guy that's smarter than you. Also, kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> you know, he really is. He does, doesn't he? I never really thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> he's like a pedophile voice or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's he seems like a, a very strange, strange guy, just in general. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, we've really leapt on to James Spader here. He was in Stargate. You remember the first Stargate? <laughs> uh, first Stargate. I know I've seen one of them. The one with Kurt Russell? Yes, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. he's the he's like the, he's the main guy in that. Yeah, oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, that was a that was a blast from the past. Remember, I saw that. But yeah, now he's just you know in the blacklist. <clears throat> all he does is wobble his head and be like, "Well, I knew this three moves ago. Life is a chess yeah. game." And... Of course, this is in my little black book. Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. One with Ashton Kutcher, where he's like a, a swimmer. Butterfly effect. No, I think he might he might swim in that one, but uh, where he's like saving people, Coast the Coast Guard movie. Oh, the Guardian. The Guardian, right? And they yeah. cast Kevin Costner as the old wise figure. It's a new. It, it elevates movies. I think the Hollywood has figured out a formula that we appreciate because well, we... you bring up Kevin Costner and he's about to be in a new movie. I think it's called Criminal mm-hmm. with uh, Ryan Reynolds. And it's basically the exact same movie as... Actually, I think Ryan Reynolds was in the other movie, too. Like, they implant Ryan Reynolds' mind into a different body. Okay. And so then Ryan Reynolds becomes uh, Kevin Costner? I don't know. It's kind of like a face-off kind of thing. Right. (laughs) The whole... Put somebody else's mind in a different body. Yeah, but he did it. Yeah, recently with like Ben. He was Kingsley in another movie. Yes, yes. What? Yeah, which one was that? And it, it's the exact same movie. It's just like whenever um, Olympus Has Fallen came out, <laughs> right? With uh, Morgan Freeman and Gerard Butler. Yeah. And then Channing Tatum and Jamie Fox. White House Down. White House Down. They were in they were in theaters at the same time, I think. Yeah. That's really strange. It was almost that just was like Wow, that's amazing. That's just getting getting the same cheeseburger with different toppings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe this isn't an unpopular opinion. Maybe this is the most popular opinion. Everybody secretly knows 
that the vast majority of new Hollywood movies are formulaic. They've got the young stud, the hot girl, the old wise one, new CGI effects. That's about it. Sounds like we just need a script. Uh, let's go with one of mine here. Uh, I think that America, on the whole, is pretending to care about gay marriage. Go. Well, <laughs> I think maybe true to some extent. Mm-hmm. Since everybody's all now, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Because it's like, I mean, you can say that about that, but then there's still like all this racial stuff going on and you just you just kind of figured there would be an even playing field across all the different demographics and everything that there's been problems with in the past. But, I, man, I don't know. Yeah, well, to me, it's like, I mean, I never had to, I never got to vote on this, first of all. Like, I would have voted for, yeah, it's just, it's like if you put... Yeah, like, I don't care. If you put a ballot, yeah, if you put a ballot in front of me, and that's, you see, Amer- Americans are pretending to care. Not to be, I'm not saying pretending to be oh, for. Oh, saying. I think we're all uh, for it. We just don't care. Like, if you put a ballot in front of me that was like, let puppies play in the park, let gay people get married, I just check yes for both of those. It'd be like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter to me. The only like, thing that's <laughs> potentially going to, like, deal with me is the puppies part. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is like, the puppies scenario has more effect on us. You know, and, and all straight people. I mean, I guess there are tax and maybe some political undercurrents. But I think America on the whole just, you know, we don't really care. We just say, yeah, sure. All right, they should be able to get married. Great. It's just like, you know, it's a fad. Yeah. It'll go out. It's, uh, yeah. Nobody talks about it anymore. That's right. It's right. <laughs> once it once it's legal now, now it's you know we said okay. We maybe maybe uh, the news yeah. will show something else. You know, in corporate America, there's a big push for diversification of the workplace, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think you know, best person for the job, great. Um, but to the point where they're you know HR is having to give the percentages of. Uh, Native American percentages of blacks, percentages of whites, percentages of women, percentages of Latinos, right. percent like, you know, at what point does it stop? And also, we turn a blind eye to that in some professions. What I'm trying to say is, like, in the NBA, that doesn't exist, <laughs> right? There's no outcry for more white guys or Asian guys or Mexican guys in the NBA. Now, that might be because the best people for the job are getting the job. And that just happens to be mostly black people. But there's no, you know, there's no shout out. There's no cry out. And people would argue, well, because a lot of other people, you know, because white people in general have uh, an advantage and they have in this country for hundreds of years. And that's true. But you don't hear the Asians yelling about how they, they'd like to see more Yao Mings or Jeremy Lins in the NBA, you know? Yeah, I'm sure, like, companies that have a lot more... You know, white collar, face to face contacts with with other companies and stuff. They want a more diverse personnel as opposed to like professional sports where it's all like based on performance and you want the best people possible. Right. Entertainment industry. Right. They're less, they like, they could care less about, oh, we need a certain percentage of this. 
right within our entire industry they don't care i mean the nfl's it's a non-profit organization isn't it or something like that <laughs> I, technically i think uh to the u.s government they'd like to continue to be known as a non-profit organization right so yeah. i mean they're capitalizing like crazy <laughs> so what i'm saying is if we're gonna do this whole workplace diversity thing it's all or nothing to me yeah, it's got to be across the board. Yeah, you can't be, you can't have a huge outcry about there should be more black coaches in professional sports and more women sportscasters and more um, black actors nominated at the Oscars. Yeah. But then say, but there shouldn't be more white professional sports athletes or there shouldn't be more male flight attendants or female pilots or things like that. It's just, right. and that's just, it's always going to happen. I'm not I'm not vouching for um for doing that. I think I think it's just part of humanity that we're always we always have predispositions about people and certain professions and certain professions attract different people and and it depends on your background, your upbringing, what you're good at. Well, I don't know. I mean, I spend zero to no time at the mall if I don't have to. I go to the oh, mall I for don't one sh- reason. I don't shop. It's for eye appointments. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, my eye appointment. That was an interesting place to go for the eye <laughs> I do. I stroll in there about once every three months, six months, get my contacts at a bargain deal, and uh, make sure that my prescription is still up to date. But the thing yeah, is, I have to I'm... walk through the food court and everything to get to this eye place, so I see the whole expanse of what the mall has become. <laughs> so I'm about to blow your mind with something I found out. So in America, you know how you have to, in order to get contacts, you have to have an updated contacts prescription every single year? Mm-hmm. Okay. America is like one of the only countries in the first world that has something like that, and it's just designed to get um, eye doctors money. Oh, really? So what, what you can do is you can go on like uh, certain websites and buy them from Canada. You, uh, you take a picture of your prescription and you send it to them, and you can buy them from Canada without ever going to get your eyes looked at. That's fantastic. I think that used to be the law here. I remember, like, I, I remember the first time I had to show them the prescription. I was like, "What in the world?" Yeah, like, like it's heroin or something. It's, it's contact. I know. You can't get high I was like, at all. "Am I not? A, am I not uh, living in America where we can go buy whatever yeah. the hell? If I want to go out there and get negative six and a negative one, <laughs> I'm going to do it. You know, somebody better sell it to you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I haven't have a. Yeah, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that I now have to have a prescription to show them. I was just, I said to Kyle that if I wanted to get a negative six for left eye and negative one for right eye, I should damn well be able to. This is America. Like, it's not even like <laughs> dangerous. I mean, they're not like, they're not like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that particular one's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't have to sign a waiver, right? They're not like, are you going to drive with these in? It's not your actual prescription. They're for my grandma. Back the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you go outside, put them on real quick. Oh, yes. See the yeah, world much the better fix. now. There's a fix I was looking for. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no contact fiends out there. <laughs> if you stand someone close enough to someone with you glasses, guys, you get a contact eye. You guys ever tried like a <laughs> negative eight and negative two? At night. <laughs> At night. 
put a couple, <laughs> put some of those contacts in and uh, watch the old Windows screensaver, listen to some Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Random are visualizations. You, are you referring to, of course, the, the maze screensaver? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but you can change the wall of the maze to be multicolored, like tie-dye. Right. Okay. <laughs> Or the old school where the guy's mowing the lawn just goes back and forth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we get a dancing baby on there? <laughs>